The night of August 13th was going to be one of the best of the whole summer. Abby Nichols knew it. Her sister Rose knew it. Every kid up and down there, Sandy Lane, knew it. It was just an ordinary weekday in tiny Lewisport, Maine, not a holiday. But by the time darkness fell and the fireflies were blinking, the field across from the Methodist church would be ablaze with lanterns. Nearly everyone in town would be turning out to eat candy apples, win Cupid dolls at the arcade, and gawk at the posters by the entrance to the sideshow. The signs announcing the traveling fair, one night only, had promised a two-headed snake, and Abby did not intend to miss out on that. Abby thought about the snake, which she felt sorry for but wanted to see anyway, and about the bearded lady and the fat lady and crab man, who supposedly had crab claws instead of hands. She had only a dime to spend at the fair, and a nickel of that would go toward the sideshow. Maybe her father would relent and give her and Rose an extra dime each, but money had always been tight in the Nichols household, and was even tighter now that the Great Depression had fallen over the country, so extra dimes seemed unlikely. Abby turned on her side, propped her chin in her hand, and looked out the open bedroom window. In the gray dawn, she could see the sand on the other side of Blue Harbor Lane and, beyond that, the dark expanse of the ocean. She heard waves rolling in and saw the shapes of gulls wheeling low over the water. The damp salt air was inside, outside, everywhere, making the bedsheets nearly as wet and heavy as sails. Abby, Rose whispered from her side of the bed, what's the first thing you're going to do tonight? Abby rolled over again and faced her little sister. Go to the sideshow. Really? You're going to spend a whole nickel right away? Don't you want to see the sideshow? Yes, but... Abby, now don't tell. Abby sighed. Don't make me promise not to tell something. She looked sternly at her little sister. Please, Rose. But I have a plan. And if we tell it, it won't come true. Then don't tell me. Keep it a secret. Rose made a face at Abby and said, Okay, if you don't want to know my plan. The room lightened, and the white curtains that Abby's mother had made shifted in the breeze. Abby sat up, swung her legs over the edge of the bed, and, resting her arms on the windowsill, peered down at the road below. There's Orin, she said. Got his bucket? asked Rose. He's always got his bucket. Abby leaned out the window. Orin, she called softly. Orin! Orin Umhay, an old cap of his father's on his head and a hanky trailing out of one back pocket, grinned up at Abby from the quiet lane. Setting down his empty bucket, he asked, Want to come with me? Blueberries or clams? asked Abby. Blueberries. Abby looked over her shoulder at Rose. Want to go pick blueberries with Orin? Rose stretched her skinny six-year-old legs. Yes. We'll be right down. Abby whispered as loudly as she dared, and she pulled her head back inside. Rose was already wriggling into her gingham dress, the blue one that Mama had made Abby two years earlier for her sixth birthday. Dungarees, said Abby, and pulled the dress off Rose's head. You will get all scratched up if you wear a dress for blueberry picking. Hang that up. You can wear it later. You don't know everything, muttered Rose, but she put on her dungarees. Pops up. Abby said a few minutes later. She was listening cautiously at the door. We can stop whispering. I hear him downstairs. Maybe he won't let us go. Abby considered this. Don't say we're going with Orin. Just tell him we're going blueberry picking. She brightened. If he asks, 
Tell him we're picking them as a surprise for Mama. All right, but where's Oren? Gone ahead. Pap won't see him. Abby and Rose slipped out of their room, the only one on the second floor, and crept to the bottom of the stairs. Luther, their pop, had built the house with his own hands while he was courting Nell, their mama. Pop was the best carpenter in Lewisport, maybe in Barnegat Point, too. Abby had heard people say that many times, and she was proud of her father. Where are you girls off to so early? asked Pop from his place at the kitchen table. Blueberry picking, said Rose. And Abby said, glaring at her sister, May we go blueberry picking? Pop glanced through the window. Isn't even light out yet. It's almost, said Rose. Please. Let them go, spoke up Mama. She turned from the stove and set a plate of eggs in front of Pop. Pop was always up early. Early bird catches the worm, he liked to say. Times may be hard, but there's no excuse for a healthy man not to be holding down a job. And Mama was usually up early, too, to make sure Pop got a good breakfast in him before he went off to whatever carpentry job he had found. If Mama wasn't up early, it was because she was having one of her bad days, her mind stuck thinking of the two rose bushes and what they meant.